What's going on, people? We are back at it again with the High Blood Tenders Podcast. It is me, Jarrell, and you know I got my road dog, my partner in crime, Rocky. What's the deal? What's going on, Jarrell? Man. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, let me tell you, I just made a few purchases. Uh, cannabis has been getting really freaking loud lately. I had a moment because um, I ended up taking an edible at night. Mm -hmm. And, dude, it was the first time in probably, I would say, six years that I got paranoid, oh, shit. woke up, had the whole n gamut of yeah. situations going on. I felt like a newbie. It was hilarious. And then tell me why the next day, because you're a serious smoker, you're like, maybe I'll just take a little less. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, man, that was an exciting moment I for bet. sure. Speaking of exciting moments in our lives, yes, we have a special guest. And when I mean special, she's not only in the industry but she's also friend of friends of ours and we've known her for a few years now i'm happy to say she's a friend of mine absolutely for sure 100%. casey thompson what's yeah. going on hey guys she is from cannabineers explain a little bit of that to the folks at home <sighs> man where do i start where do i start so uh cannabineers is our parent company our our umbrella it's our branding company um, it's part of the vertical of Las Vegas Relief. So Las Vegas Relief was the first dispensary actually opened up in the city of Las Vegas. So um, I'm actually going to my seven-year anniversary. Oh, wow. October 2015 is when I was signed on. I was first of 12. Um, we have a vertical. We have a cultivation. We have a production. Um, so after we opened up and we launched with Dixie, I went over to our production, launched Dixie Brands. We launched Mindy's from Cresco. Uh, mana patches. We've done brew buds. We've done a whole, a whole. I think I've done a hundred, over 150 different SKUs launching like in Nevada. The, uh, yeah, was it the, uh, the t uh, two roots. Two roots. Yeah, the yeah. first ever cannabis beer company. Yeah, we were first to market in the world. So yeah. I've just been, you know, just trying to listen and absorb and you know sit at the table and you know follow these um, these pioneers, right? Trip Kiever. Um, you've got Cresco, you know, ownership sitting at some of the tables that I got to sit at, that I was asked to sit at. So it's just been a ride. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and listen, whatever it is that she's backing, I'm backing that. Oh, because you. you do make wise choices and great decisions. I'm going to tell you everything that I have stood behind has been like a knockout it's situation. It's been a hit. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember one time, dude. Selling over sixteen hundred dollars worth of fucking Mindy's. Mindy's. Those are so popular. You would send me those CVS receipts, <laughs> and I would be like, "Okay, Rocky, let's go meet somewhere. Here's a gift card." Yeah, it was no, impress so, impressive. Anything because you even brought us um, a couple of the samples of the new Vada um, yeah. extracts, and let me tell you guys, if you're in Vegas and you are a wax smoker. Go to the store, get get with the dispensary, and pick up some of this stuff. It is really, really good. The minute she walked in, I was like, oh, my God, I have things to say. Because I've used it so many ways. I've rolled it up in my joints. I've done all kinds yeah. of stuff. Do you, have you, have you yeah, tried it? Yeah, I tried it? it. I love the texture. It's not, not too dry, not too moist. It's like yeah. perfect the one I tried. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, we have a we have a veteran that's uh, on our team. So I don't know if you know Paul Churchill, but he's equally been in this industry, um, you know, as long as I have it, if not longer. He was the first license, cultivation license with AMA and Vader Extract. So he is a... 
a veteran. And so he's our um, director of extracts and cultivation. We're going into crop 21 right now. So wow. yeah, we've got some, uh, some home run uh, strains that he's definitely done some pheno hunting and, you know, when you do extracts, it's good in, good out. So a lot, yes, of, a lot of companies take failed flour and they're making this hodgepodge of whatever and calling it whatever. And so we really, you know, pride ourselves on, we don't even have failed flour to make extracts from. So when you put good, good product in, you get good product out. Absolutely. So yeah, he's doing great. And we're just, we're just getting started on extracts. So yeah. Cannot complain, man. What was your favorite? Yeah, I'm going to be real honest with you. You gave me one and you had just said it and I kept saying, oh, it's uh, frozen grapes, but it's Supreme Grapes. Supreme Grapes. Yep. That was a little small and release. And it, man, that was incredible. You gave me a couple crumbles too. And I'm going to tell you, um, I use crumble for joints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I did like about that is that it didn't run the joints through, which was kind of really nice. I didn't have a bunch of like canoeing on both sides. Sometimes that happens with wax. It gets too, too, if it's too thin once it actually is melted. So it, I mean, really, in all honesty, I cannot complain about any of those extracts that you gave. Awesome. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to have Casey on ASAP because <laughs> what you, I mean, what you all are putting out in the atmosphere right now is just incredible. You have a new line of edibles, too, as well. Yeah. And I want people to get excited about this shit because it's very different than what you're normally used to. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about these edibles. Yeah, so we just, uh, just recently in the last 30 days, we just launched the High Now line, which I love the pun, right? Are you high now? I'm high now, get high now. So we're going to do a lot of fun <laughs> things around that kind of slogan. Um, but my favorite one that is just taken off is our um, is our smileys. So can, yes. I, can I crack one open? You guys yeah, have some? for sure. We might get some uh, Oreo in our teeth though. So. <laughs> that's all right. That's, that's the only bad thing. So we... Um, who doesn't like an Oreo, right? right. And uh, I don't know if you guys ever buy, you know, off-brand Oreos at at Sprouts or Trader Joe's or Whole Foods. It's not an Oreo. It's different. Yeah. You can't. It's just, <laughs> you do it once and you never do it again. Um, and so we actually have real Oreos. So oh. it tastes exactly like an Oreo. So Nabisco, Nabisco Oreo. Um, so it tastes exactly like one. You guys want you want one? Yeah. You want some? You guys want to try it? I don't know if I can eat a whole one, but it is so yummy. I'm going to make a mess of your floor. I'll give you half. <laughs> Thank I'll give you. you half. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to grab another one down here, but it is a true Oreo. It's 10 milligrams. Um, it's really, you know, the market, what we've seen, and, you know, we have a dispensary, so we're constantly looking at our average ticket prices. And <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love it. But it's a smile on your face, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, you know, from a sales perspective, you know, you see all this discounting happening, right? Everybody's, you know, racing to the bottom. And, and that's where a lot of people go first is, you know, I'm going to sell my stuff cheaper. I can't, I'll give it away. And then you see dispensaries chasing foot traffic and they're they're giving discounts and it's not really driving more people into dispensaries it's actually the same amount of people but it's just lower average tickets it's hard to get more people in your doors but it's really easy to sell them something that is new and innovative and that they can add to their tickets so we came out with a single add-on that doesn't cannibalize other 100 milligram edibles so it's a 10 milligram you know add-on it's five dollars who wouldn't add an oreo for five dollars uh, infused Oreo. An infused yeah, Oreo. For five, for five bucks. For Absolutely. five bucks. And so that's what we've kind of been doing at our dispenser. We've sold out four different times. Um, <laughs> we launched probably two weeks. We've already gotten three reorders from some, you know, substantial dispensaries. And so we, we think we had a home run with it. We know we had a home run with it and we're, we're going to have some other flavors that come out with it too. So that's our first one. 
Um, and then go meet us. So, um, you know, the, the gummy market is saturated. Absolutely. Everybody's making a gummy. So how do you differentiate yourself? So we're all about differentiators. You know, we're the first ever cannabis beer company. We've got our basket that's got technology. We've got, you know, single serves like uh, the, the high now smileys. Um, but the gomitas, they're all fruit. There's no artificial flavors and colors. One of the things Dixie did, right, with their elixirs, they never yeah. put red number 40 in it. They never had dyes. So we don't put any dyes in it. We use real fruit. But we really wanted to, um, you know, how do we drive foot traffic? How do we reach out to different demographics that haven't been in the dispensaries before? So, you know, you've got the Hispanic demographic, the Latin demographic, um, who really loves tahine-covered candies. And so we wanted to do something that was really fruit-forward, um, all natural flavors and colors, and that we can start to reach out to those communities and, and educate them really about the benefits of cannabis um, for sleep, for pain, because there's a lot of misconceptions, especially in those demographics of what cannabis is, right? Yeah. Um, so we really want to try to do some out, you know, some searching out there, some, some, you know, bringing some foot traffic, doing some, you know, community outreach, I'm um, educating them, but it, it is delicious. Oh my god, you guys! How many? How much edibles can you guys have? Oh my god! Apparently, I can have 125 <laughs> milligrams. Okay, so this, let's going. open it up. We're let's going, open yes. it up. I, I was wondering how how much we were going to jump no. into this, but I want you guys to try it because it does have a little spice on the outside, but it doesn't linger so long. But with the spice, it um it really um opens up your mucosal membranes in your mouth, so it's a little bit faster acting, which is amazing. And I'm going to have one, too. And it tastes good. Isn't it? Ooh. Real mango. We use real mango. We use real peach. We use real watermelon. The watermelon, we have to use so much because it's so, um, there's so much water content yeah. in it. Isn't it good? It is a little spice, but not too much. But not too but, much, yeah. right? It's a spicy. It gets you, but not like it lingers and you got to have something else to, you know. I like it. There is some, the mango mm, reminds so me of something like. Something I can't remember, but it's so delicious. Mm. And I mean, I think that that's a part of the uh, so market good. now. Yeah. The candy market. I, I love it. I think that that's something we should have explored a while back because, I mean, Hispanic candies are right by always on the impulse counter aisle before you leave out of most any store, even like Walgreens or whatever. So yeah. you hit the yeah. mark with that. Isn't that good? And it, I feel like with edibles or uh, my, even with vape pens, like super saturated, you have to be different. Yeah. To get that, get that attention of customers, and uh, I think that'll yeah. do it right there. You have to be, you have to make something that's different right now. You know the the attention span of buyers, and and just to be able to sit in front of someone, and you know, and the market is challenged right now, right? Yeah. So you know, we're not, um, you know, immune to the economic challenges of gas prices and kids going back to school full time. I've got three kids, right? I've got a, a high schooler, I've got a kid that's in college, and I got a two and a half year old, and they all came to me two weeks ago, and they're like. Hey, I need three new pairs of shoes. I'm like, what? Now you call me two weeks before school starts. So you start to look at that and, you know, the rest of the world. And, you know, there's a lot of our demographic have children, right? And when you're spending a thousand dollars on lunches and shoes and clothes, you don't have that money to, to spend in cannabis. So, you know, buyers are, you know, everybody's calling them. Yeah. Buy from me, buy from me, buy from me. And how do you differentiate yourself? How do you add value to their store? Um, you know, we try to be innovators. Cannabineers is really pioneers in cannabis combined, a little, you know, marriage made in heaven. Um, we want to be on the, the forefront of, you know, you know, giving you technology and topicals. You know, nobody touches our Baskin. Yeah. I mean, I love Hands our Baskin. Yeah. Hands down. We do a lot of great things, but Baskin is one of my favorite products that we make. It yeah. is amazing. So, um, you know, the beer, you know, we're in 30 different states, four different countries with our non, our non-alcoholic beer. 
um, yeah, we're just we're just trying to forge forward, and, and I don't think we're stopping. Honestly, no. it yeah. doesn't look like yeah. it. Every time there's something new and go- and great. It's not just like you guys are pushing product out there that doesn't make sense. It all makes sense. Like the gummies that you were just explaining, real fruit. You know, you guys do a really great job on your flower. Kudos to you all. Dude, I gotta give I gotta give Paul kudos. I mean, Paul he's, he's amazing. Yeah, he's he is a genius when it comes to the plants. And you know, I invite you both to come walk our grow. Oh, yeah. Anybody that wants to walk our grow, I'll personally take you. It's pretty impressive. I mean, you go in there and it's just. You feel like you're walking into heaven, you know, it's just, it's really beautiful. And Paul's just done a great job and, you know, it takes a lot of patience and you gotta, you can't just, you can't just love cannabis, right? Yeah. You gotta be smart too. You gotta, you gotta be able to, you know, talk the talk and walk the walk and you gotta have a little bit of business behind you too. You, you can't just, you know, Hey, this is the best stuff and, you know, and, and get through it. I mean, you used to be able to do it, but now you gotta, you gotta be able to talk to the, the coats and the suits and, and put some reports together and, um, you know, cannabis consumers are pretty smart you know you can yeah. you can put a label on something but if if it's not good and they'll let you know too. they don't come back <laughs> they're honest the bartenders are the most genuine people yes. i know yep the yeah. higher the price the item the more i'm going to give you gr- definitive yeah. feedback on your items yeah you know because ca- cannabis is not cheap and that's where we're at i think that's where we're at in the economy right now yeah. is just that you know, the price of food is just ridiculous. It's astronomical, especially meat products. Yeah. Um, and, you know, cannabis is costing a gazillion dollars. And now it's all the prices are dropping. And she's right. You don't see the traffic changing it's too dead. much. Sure. You just see the lower ticket averages. So which, oh, my God, is a so mind true. blower, bro. I just, I can't. I It is a weird time. We'll talk about this three years from now and be like, what the what hell happened? What did we go through? Why did we yeah. go through this like little gold green rush? Oh. Remember? It was sadly, it was because of COVID. Yeah. And then, you know, it was like everybody was buying stuff. Yeah. And now it's like, whoop. We had this little bubble. Um, yeah. And, you know, great. Maybe we've got more people, you know, um, exposed to cannabis mm-hmm. that wouldn't have done it before. They didn't have opportunities because they were being drug tested and maybe they were out of work. You know, Vegas is... A lot of, um, you know, industry workers, right? That were being still drug tested. Yeah. You know, it's changing. You know, yeah. people are talking about it more. Moms are doing it more. Um, you know, you talk about price. I mean, look at pharmaceuticals, how much it costs to be on a prescription today. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's expensive. Yeah. Very. You know, if you can replace something that we make with, you know, a cream or a candy and you're sleeping better and, you know, gosh, who knows the trickle down effect, you know, not being angry, not sending your kids off to school because you're upset in the morning, you know, it's, yep. um, you know, we don't really realize how much good we're doing, but yeah, I mean, it's, I love it. I want more people to be doing it, right? Yeah. How do we get more people to, to, you know, be, you know, a cream, right? A cream yes. is such a great, I don't want to call it a gateway to cannabis, but it doesn't seem as intense as maybe a gummy or smoking. A lot of people don't want to smoke a joint Absolutely. or smoke a vape yeah. pen. So, you know, you know that we can get high from our Baskin. Yes. Right? It's It, it gets 81% um, absorbency absorption in the bloodstream. Rate. That's, yeah. what I, that's what separates it from every oh, other cream. Man, you start to compare another product that has the same amount of cannabinoids as ours, and it's it's unbelievable. Like, they get 10% absorbency, and we get 81%, and it stays on for six hours, and it's a slow release. I mean... Yeah, nobody touches our our baskets. No, so, it's yeah. what it's the it's to me it's the best in the market because of the fact that you get that into the bloodstream. Um, a lot of people don't realize that three two three percent and the topicals. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what you're really getting. Yeah. You know, in the end, I mean, 
I didn't make the products, but I'm going to tell you, you know when you try them, right? So that's just a foolproof situation. You've been doing this for quite a while. Yeah. How the hell did you get into this situation? Because you are like mom of how many now? Three. Mom of three. Mom of three. Four if you include Dawn. Yeah. (laughs) There's a little coaching going on there too. Yeah. Yeah. So how the hell did you get into this industry? Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to rewind. You know, I grew up in Seattle, Washington. Um, there was cannabis around us and we, I'd see it, people bring baggies around and I tried it a couple times that it, it didn't really do what I wanted it to do for me. You know, I was an athlete. I grew up playing fast pitch softball. I had scholarships. Um, I practiced with a 96 Olympic team with Dot Richardson and uh, Lisa Fernandez. You know, our, our team was, you know, being coached by their coaches. And so, you know, athletics were forefront, right? I was a, a student. I was an athlete. Um, you know, I had a 4.0 average. And so I kind of steered away. Um, but I tore my rotator cuff, had cortisone shots, softball bats to the face, chipped chip my whole side of my face. All these teeth are, are capped in um, a little fake, you know, ankles. Um, and so, you know, it wasn't uncommon for me to have eight Advils before, you know, every game on a weekend. So eight games in a weekend. I, I'd go through a bottle of Advil um, almost every weekend as a, as a teenager. So, um, you know, I, I, my mom, um, she passed away from smoking cigarettes and I just stayed away from cannabis. It was something that I associated, you know, smoking cigarettes, the same as smoking a joint. And I really didn't touch it for, oh my gosh, I want to say 10 years. Um, I went through a, a very challenging divorce. I had two young kids that were three and five. Um, it was really exhausting and stressful and I moved to Vegas and uh, I went to a doctor and didn't feel right. And before I knew it, he had, on, he had me on three prescriptions for my shoulder pain. And then that shoulder pain medication made me feel something else. And so he had me on something else. And within a week, I was like, this is not right. You know, I don't, I don't want to be on all this medication. So I, um, I had reconnected with a middle school sweetheart, my first kiss. You know him, Don. Mm-hmm. Um, he was very similar to me. Grew up in sports, played baseball. His team went to the Little League World Series. He was the quarterback of the football team. And he said, you know, you should, you should try cannabis. And I was like, no, no, I don't want to do that. My mom passed away. I don't want to touch it. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, look at all my journals. And so he had this journal book with was like, oh my gosh, it was so thick. And, um, I started reading the strains he was smoking. This is, you know, now, you know, more than 10 years ago and he's a musician. So he would create these songs. So I'd be listening to his songs. I was looking at his journals and he would have like green crack or something. And I, there was so different the music that was coming out. And I trusted him that I kind of took a leap of faith. He had this tabletop Buddha. And so it wasn't smoking a joint, it was vaporizing. And, you know, it was still kind of intimidating. You had the grinder and he was putting it out, you know, sucking it through this little tube, putting in the, the Buddha. And I wasn't coughing. It was a really smooth, you know, smoke. And pretty much overnight changed my life. I slept better. It was a better mom. Um, It made everything better, right? Intimacy was better. Cleaning was better. Working out was amazing. I was doing a lot of, um, I owned my own business. Um, I was doing a lot of corporate yoga. I helped open up Lifetime Fitness. And I was looking around and I was like, are all you guys smoking weed? And nobody was really talking about it back then. And so I knew that if my friends and my circle wasn't talking about it, it was going to, it was going to blow up and it was kind of on the cusp of it. And, um, one of my girlfriends was going to get her license. They were trying to go after, um, cannabis licenses. And she came to Dawn and I, and she said, Hey, you guys smoke more weed than anybody I know. Um, (laughs) would you guys like to work in this delivery service? So Dawn and I teamed up with MJ Express. 
back in the day. If you're from Vegas, you knew him because there was only a couple big ones back then. And I just fell in love. I fell in love with it right away. I mean, we delivered, I think at one point we were driving 300 miles a day. Um, one of my first patients, she was my age, 30 at the time. She weighed 80 pounds. She wet the bed at night. Her eyes wouldn't close when she slept. And she didn't know me and Dawn were going to come to the house, right? So we're delivering to her. And she she ordered whatever was cheapest on the menu. So here comes me and Dawn, you know. <laughs> you know, hi. You know, all sweet and innocent. And um, I gave her what she ordered. And she told me, you know, I, we sat with her for 30 minutes. That's what we did with everybody, right? We sat. We listened. We talked. We were companions to them. These people were really lonely. And so... Um, in the delivery um, days, um, that was something that really set us apart is that we cared. And um, I asked her, I was like, hey, do you mind if I come back tomorrow and I give you some samples? And she's like, oh, my gosh, are you serious? She was low income housing. She had to blow into a tube, right, because she was worried that people would smell it and come and steal cannabis from her. Um, so I came back the next day. I had this piece of paper. And I was like, okay, you need to smoke this strain first thing in the morning. And I'm like, don't smoke right before bed. Smoke two hours before bed. And you're going to want this strain. And gave her probably like seven grams, which – I was probably the worst salesperson because I gave away so much weed. And uh, she called me the next day just bawling. And I was like, oh, God, what did I do? I gave her the wrong thing, right? <laughs> and she's like, I haven't slept like that in seven years. And I just knew. I knew that we had to do something. I knew that nobody was doing it. Nobody cared. You know, at that time, the typical delivery driver in that market was your stereotypical, you know, pot smoker, yeah. you know? Pants down by the ankles, hat on sideways. It was some dude coming to your house. And it wasn't very personable. So... Um, we try to make it really personable and we, yeah. we built a really nice, you know, just friendship with all these people, veterans, people that had ghost limbs. And, um, we ended up delivering to a house, which was the Jameson's house. They were one of our first owners. Um, MJ, uh, you know, delivered, you know, our order from us, we delivered there and, and they had the first license in the city and they said, Hey, do you want to come on to our team? And they got the license. Don and I were hired as, as bud tenders. And wow. um, it was supposed to be a reality show in the beginning, which yeah. was really funny. We all, like, we were the couple. We had um, a guy that was a, um, a bouncer. He was in, like, some Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. We had a ton of these different personalities. And we quickly realized we couldn't film what we were doing because <laughs> we were learning. Yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah, we can't show this to anybody, right? But right. I just, I fell in love with it. Yeah. I just, I mm. fell in love with it. It changed my life personally. Um, I'm a better person for it. You know, I was off those prescriptions within, you know, two days. I also had a, a terrible car accident, you know, a couple of years ago, four or five years ago. My kids and I were ran off the road and we flipped the van at 80 miles an hour Sheesh. and I broke my back and I fractured a couple, uh, I fractured my ankle. Um, you know, had a herniated disc and I remember they gave me some sort of opiate. And so I had this terrible back pain. I couldn't walk and I was like nauseous from this opiate. And I was like, why would you give someone this? Right. And so within three days, I was like, no, no, this, is, this isn't helping me. And I was like, look, I've been given a toolbox, like all this medicine, creams right. and topicals and vape pens. And I said, if I'm really going to truly be the voice of this, I need to use my own medicine. Um, and so I was back to work in six weeks just using cannabis. And mm -hmm. it's one of the, my most amazing stories. I think, you know, just real plants. Um, it's just helped so many people. I just, I love helping. Yes. So I fall, I've fallen in love with it, you know, and I just, it's challenging. It's not as easy as people think it is. It's a business. It's gotcha. a real business. So it's, um, it has the same challenges as any real business, yeah. except we're still in our infancy. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the crazy part. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you think like, man, like, like you said, like you've been doing it for a while, but still in, still in its uh, infancy. Oh, it's like, I'm it's not even scratching the surface. No. I mean, once it goes federally legal, 
and the people that haven't been able to do it, right? The people that aren't scared of it, when it becomes more normalized, I mean, I think it's going to lose some of its like, you know, just the, the culture, the sweetness, right? When you start to mass produce stuff, mm. you lose some of that, those nuances. Um, but then you have people that wouldn't have done it otherwise. Like yeah. my sister, oh my gosh, she'll probably listen to this, but she literally didn't <laughs> talk to me. I remember talking to her daughters, they're from California, and I was so proud of what I was doing. She's like, stop talking to them about this. And I'm like, oh girl, you're going to call me someday because one of your friends is going to have cancer or someone's going to have something. And, you know, sure enough, you know, I took her to Planet 13. She was in town. Um, and my sister's very successful. She's the CEO of this, you know, really high-end luxury travel. And so she had a bunch of people in, in town. And she's like, hey, do you mind taking them to a dispensary? So I loaded them all up in my, my mom, my soccer van. And all of a sudden, I turned into the coolest person because I took them to Planet 13, which is amazing, right? right. People, people hate Planet 13, but I love it for that Come reason. On. Right, because you, you hate it's it. an experience. Oh, uh, how could you hate it? Well, some people in the industry don't like it, oh, right? Because yeah. it's 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 you know, I, yeah, I get it, I get it. Yeah, but for me, it's very corporate, I guess, right? Yeah, you know, I think it's just you're going to be angry, you're going to be angry. But for like my situation, my si- it changed her opinion, right? Yeah. Brands like Curve with gold dusted macarons, like beautiful. It's it's the most beautiful gift, and so. Things like that can change people's perception of what we're doing. And so if we can get them in and we can get them to try cream, if we can get them to go to Planet, you know, they're going to tell their friends. They're going to tell five of their friends, ten of their friends. And and then we have this just, you know, tsunami of change. Yes. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. And that's the beauty of it. And that's the beauty of it. And and even my mom, like, who was a cop, we talked about this for 20 plus seven years, I guess, 28, I don't know. but wow, the difference a person, you know what I mean, is like, wow, I get sleep. Yeah. And you know what I oh mean? And gosh. that's so hard. That was always such a thing. My mom got maybe two or three hours of sleep Terrible. in a day. And that's horrible for the body. It's so bad. Yeah, it is horrible. The trickle down effect of that, like how you react to other people in your life, how you treat your body. Yeah. It's, it's pain and sleep. Yes. Those two things with cannabis, I, I whenever I do education on Baskin, I always say, how many of you have problems sleeping? And they all raise their hand. And I say, how many of you have pain? And everybody raises their hand. And I'm like, guess what? Everybody that walks through those doors has those two things too, right? Yeah. Um, and if you can help someone live without pain or live with sleep, having good sleep, it, it's it's the biggest change you can make in, in someone's life. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, I, when I was in Santa Ana, California, I rolled my ankle really oh, yeah. badly got some pictures of that and i got uh my knee i have a, a meniscal tear and it mm-hmm. tore a little bit Same. more from, that's how bad that situation was and i immediately call you call the person that knows the most right so if i have topical needs you can guarantee there is no one else that I am calling besides Casey. Oh, I'm and so happy you called me. I and let me tell you so quick um, I was in so much pain. Like, I never want to ask anybody in the industry for anything. Let me be real honest. It's true. I just don't like it. It's just the kind of person yeah. that I am. I don't want to. You shouldn't worry about that. Out. Yeah. But, like, oh my God. The difference was I had to call her immediately. I was like, oh my gosh, Casey, you saved my life. I feel like you saved my life. Um, and I felt that way almost like because that pain was so intense because it's an ankle and a knee. It's not just one. It's mm-hmm. both things doing something you crazy. Can't live. Right. And it's still not great. But you know what I mean? You can manage it. That's why, you know, like when I start getting low on, I actually have two bottles, but I have the one-to-one. It's the green yep. label. Um, I have to have it. 
It's amazing. And I just have to tell you, as a person, I want to thank you 100% completely Mm. because you are one of the best people and resources in this industry. I will do anything for Uh, you, girl, in 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 a heartbeat, like... You know, yeah. If she called, trainings are super informative. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I I really like to give. You know, my dad was Midwest. My parents grew up in North Dakota and Fargo, and they grew up on farms. Right, Mm -hmm. the hard work. My dad's missed three days of work his whole life. He's seventy-seven. I call him every day. I just so positive. But he just always taught me that you do good, and good will come back to you. And and just don't expect anything. Do it because it makes you feel good. Um, and always do more than you expect because yeah. it just, what goes around comes around. So I've watched my dad just, just friendly and helpful. And if someone needed something, he was the type of guy that was there to help. And mm-hmm. so I'm just, I'm so grateful. I'm just so grateful that I was able to to do this, you know, to be part of something that's just a movement. We're making history and um, I want to be proud. I want my kids, you know, my kids think it's so, you know, it skips a generation. You know, my daughter doesn't think it's that cool. <laughs> right. She's like, oh, it's not that cool. Mom, I'm like, okay, your friends think I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be the coolest person in college. And, um, but they just don't really care at all. Yeah, it's kind right. of funny. But I know that they know that I'm I'm changing lives. And it's so funny when they were little, they would see someone limp. And they'd be like, hey, I think my mom can help you. <laughs> and they would like, mom, maybe like seven yeah. years old, eight years old, like, mom, do you have something for this person over here? I'm like, okay, sure. Like, what's your name? I'll tell you where to go. I'll tell you what to do. And so that's kind of, it's just fun, right? It's just yeah. fun to be helpers. You know, yes. look for the helpers. Look for the good people. And so bud tenders like you, I always tell them this, nobody goes and buys a $70 bottle of Baskin, right? But no. ten, tenders don't buy it, right? No. So we are, I try to be really generous. I fought to be generous with the people that sell this for us, because if you try it, it just, it works. Yeah. You want something that's a band-aid that's, you know, just hitting those nerve endings on the surface of the skin, or do you want something that really helps with inflammation that will heal you? Um, it can get you high. We, you have a butt tender uh, plan and it's got the shaved head, blue eyes. What's his name? I'm drawing a blank right now, but he goes um, home and he puts us all over his bald head <laughs> and he's like, I want to drink. But instead of drinking, I put awake and excite on my head yeah. and it actually curbs my cravings to have an alcoholic drink. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Can that's, you imagine? That's amazing. If yeah. we can, I mean, you know what cannabis, I don't drink as much when I no. use weed, right? I don't want to. Yeah. As a matter of fact, since I've been so hardcore into this industry, my intake of alcohol is like cut yeah. right in half. Yeah. Because I prefer, I yeah. prefer to smoke. Yeah. No and hangover. Yeah. No I can't hangover. do it. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. Can you imagine what that's, yeah, that's why the alcohol companies don't want us to. They don't like it. Yeah. They, they, like they, they want scared. people. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. be scared. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to um, do a little GMO? Hell yeah. I guys You like that up. I'll do it. Yeah. I love our GMO. OG Kush is just. That's the one for you. Man, I think I got an OG Kush uh, extract for you too here. Yep. Mm. A little OG Kush crumble. I brought that for you. How do you usually consume? You like flour? Oh, you know, um, wow, that's a good question. Um, you know, I, I recently had a baby. Mm-hmm. So, you know, while I was pregnant, it was kind of a surprise. Um, so I was consuming, you know, the first part of the pregnancy and then I found out I was pregnant. So I, I kind of stopped. I was using some CBD creams. I didn't really need it. So I was, one, I was surprised because I was such, I would say a, a regular medium consumer prior to getting pregnant, but I kind of stopped cold turkey. And one of those, you know, the things that people say with cannabis, it's not addictive. And I was really surprised by how much I was using that there was no withdrawals. There was no cravings. There was no, oh, I can't wait till I have a joint and, um, and so, you know, baby nursing, 
Um, you know, now I, I kind of use whenever I need it. You know, Baskin is kind of a daily thing. I use it on my temples, my forehead, you know, going to sleep while being high is not ideal. You know, everybody comes into the dispenser like, I need a gum and you go to sleep. I'm like, you don't want to be high while you sleep. Your experience the other day is the worst. Um, It is. No sleep is terrible. You know, I talk about this in my Baskin trains. No sleep is terrible. No sleep while being high is better than no sleep. But really, we want to be sleep without, we want to sleep without being high. So um, I keep a thing of Baskin by my bed and I just put on my temples, my forehead every day. Um, It's really, it's a great cream too for inflammation. I love my packs. Do you guys know the packs yeah. too? Oh, yeah. I don't even sell it anymore. No. It's so great. I actually yeah. can get higher from that than smoking a joint. Yeah. It's just, you know what it is, I think, too, for people who have been longtime smokers, it's the action of, it's not only the uh, smoking part of it, it's the action of smoking. You know what I mean? It's almost yeah. like, yeah. yeah, the action, sitting down, chilling. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. I look forward to it. When I get home, oh, yeah. but I, I have a strict regimen and my thing is this, I cannot smoke anything until everything is done. Oh, so do you not get anything done once you smoke? That's correct. Okay. I will stop doing shit. And that's when I'm like, no, because I'm enjoying myself. And yeah. if I'm enjoying myself, why am I going to stop myself from being, you know, yeah. relaxed and calm and, you know, you don't have kids. You have dogs, though, right? I, I had three kids. Okay, three pups. Three. I had three kids. You have three kids? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Those yes. are your kids that I see on social media? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Where are they? <laughs> well, they're all adults. Oh, my gosh. You don't look that old. I know. It's Linda. It's not me. Linda, <laughs> you just were just too old. She's a baby. Baby. You, you look like you're 28. <laughs> no, um, I, have, I actually have a, a child that's over 28. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, do you mind me asking how old you are? You I'm 45. You don't look it. Yeah. I'm That's what cannabis will do for you, right? <laughs> Keeps you young. It does. Yep. Keeps it you does. happy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Yeah. I appreciate that. I said this on Culture and Cannabis uh, podcast, and I could see their whole entire faces like, what the? What? You have a daughter that's my age? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, and he's like, there's no way. And I'm like, well, Perfect. my wife's a little bit older than me. I did not have these children. I did not birth these children, let me explain that. But they are definitely my children. Yeah, it's it's just as painful birthing and taking care of taking kids. Care of them, birthing absolutely. just takes a couple hours, then you're done with it. Don Don's got the hard work. I get to go off to work every day, and he's got baby duty and kid duty and homework duty and dog duty. You know, he's doing everything. Yeah, women deserve their due del- diligence, though, for the birthing part. Let's just be. I real did my honest. natural, all three natural. Girl, I did a little basket. I have to be honest with you. I took a little Mindy's one to one edible when I was going in. I'm like, are they going to test me? Are they going to take, take this baby away? <laughs> and that shouldn't even be a worry, right? Because of all of the crazy opioid shit that people that you get at the doctor's yes. office for a tooth pull, you can get oh the rack. I was oh. so surprised. Don had a doctor. You guys know that doctor that got in trouble here? That Asian doctor that was filming himself having sex with his patient. Oh, my goodness. Do you, do you remember that? Years I do. Ago. I think I do remember that. Yeah. Yes. That was his doctor. And every time he would go to this doctor, he had one prescription at one point for a back injury he had. And then this doctor, every time, years later, hey, do you need more opiates? Hey, do you need more opiates? Like, that was four years ago. That's crazy. Isn't it insane? Every That's time crazy. they Because him. they make money off of that. It's insane. Isn't that nice? It's insane that this is happening. They need to have more undercover people go into these offices and see... No, they I'm, think they, they're coming to see us. 
Exactly. To see a picture of Marilyn Monroe smelling the smoke, right? We need to be doing a little bit more work on that side. I mean, the the blind eye was turned on pill mills for For a long time. A really long time. I knew what the fuck was going on. Have you lost people? Have you lost people to. I haven't. I, I, thank goodness I had. I'm at that age right now where most of the people that I knew that died from drugs, which my father did. Oh, no. I'm um, sorry. Was like heroin and crack mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Right, hard stuff. The yeah. hard stuff. The pill game just got real crazy right around the time I was in high school. Like yeah. from that point on, I was like, what the is going on with the yeah. pills? And, you know, people were just mixing them up and, you know, pill parties where you threw pills in a bowl. Surprise. And like, Surprise. It's insane. You wouldn't do it today. The fentanyl. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, I wouldn't do anything today. Nothing. Yeah. No, wait a minute. I would never do it anyway. Yeah, but yeah. you know, holy shit. Yeah. No. Scary. Yep. Scary. Uh, the guy that helped uh, Baskin, his um his wife had died, you know, from, from pills and he died a week later. And uh, uh yeah, it was terrible. It was really heartache. You know, it was it was it was man. one of the worst things to go through while you're working. Yeah. He was my work husband. So I'd call him on the way to work. We would discuss how we were going to take over the world with Baskin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And he was our cheerleader with Emma, Kaylee. He's like, you girls can do it. And I'm like, okay, we believe in ourselves. And um, <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was a terrible thing. You just get hooked on these things. And um, yeah, it was terrible to go through. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because smoke weed. That's, 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 that's why we need more weed. Yes. Smoke yeah. weed. Yeah. Smoke yeah. Weed. Smoke Save yes. people. Yeah. You got pain. Try some cream. I'm never in pain. I mean, you have your knee in your Yeah, stuff. but I mean, still bothering you? look, here's the thing too. There's things, there's preventative measures to always, you know, let me just tell you guys, you watch the show, right? So there's preventative measures for your knees and things of that nature. So you got to do those things. Nothing is easy. You're not going to, the. it's not a miracle. Yeah. So yeah. in order for you to like fully recover, you have to work that knee out you got to do some exercise. You, do your part. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to do your part in the situation. I'm saying that for all the weedies out there, <laughs> you know, you have to do your part. Not saying don't take, you know what I mean? Don't listen to your doctor. You got to do that. But, you know, yeah. like. But if your doctor isn't telling you something, like, go get a new doctor. Yeah. Right? There's some bad doctors. Oh, there are. Oh, my God. And especially here. Oh, what my gosh. Vegas is the worst. worst. Which is like so the doctor. Like, that was like, oh my gosh, I'm watching this guy. Who would have known? I don't remember, Dr. Chung or something, I think is his name or something like that. Yeah, I can't believe it. Like, filming himself. How Vegas? It was a friend's. It was a friend's daughter. Total Vegas. Oh my God. Yeah. But I, like, my daughter, she was undiagnosed last year. We spent nine months. She was in a wheelchair last year. My goodness. She couldn't walk. She was playing soccer, pulled her hamstring. And then, like, two months later, her leg started spasming. Like, if you were going to check someone's patellar reflex, mm-hmm. your leg just kicked out. So, if her leg dangled, it looked like this every second. It was spasming. So, she looked like she was walking, you know, with, like, an, a, a spasm, like a ALS patient or something. Yes. We did a week at um, – we, well, we first before we went to the hospital, we went to the hospital and we were a week there. And they just said, oh, maybe it's because of COVID. Maybe because she's stressed because she's homeschooling. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? We went to UCLA – they said the same thing because I'm sure things were popping up all over the place that they couldn't explain, right? Because all these, you know, COVID was terrible for yeah. especially young kids. Like I've got a teenager and the amount of time that they were on social media or video games, just it hurts my eyes, let alone like just the influences. So there's a lot of studies that are coming about, out about how stressful that is for, you know, young people. And so they all blamed, you know, social media. They blamed stress of COVID. They blamed homeschooling. We went to Mayo Clinic. 
We went to the the chief neurosurgeon in Stanford, and I think they were all overwhelmed too because they just had seen so many doc, you know, patients. Um, and it was finally, you know, I was talking to this guy. He walked into a restaurant and he asked my daughter what was wrong with her because she's on crutches. She was either in a wheelchair and crutches for nine and a half months. Jeez. And uh, this guy in a suit, you know, handsome, you know, fit. He's like, "What's what's going on with her?" And I was like, "Oh, you know." How much time do you have? You know, we don't even know what's going on. Either she's one in a billion or there's a lot of fucking doctors that have fucked up. So it's either or. And he said, you know, I think there's a doctor up in Utah that works with Tom Brady and like the NFL and the Olympics. And so I was like, well, can you connect me? And he didn't have his number. So I immediately go home and I start Googling, you know, sports doctor in Utah, NFL. And, you know, this one doctor popped up. I didn't know if it was the one he was speaking about. So I reached out. I, uh, I said, hey, you know what? We've spent nine and a half months, $30,000 after insurance. The anguish of hoping that whatever this trip we were going on, that this doctor was going to figure out what was wrong. And then we would come home with a solution. Because every doctor you go to, they're supposedly smarter than the last one, right? Yeah. You start small, you go to the local doctor, and then you go to the hospital, and then you go to the UCLA, and then you go to Mayo Clinic. And so we'd gone through all these roller coaster of emotions of um, just ups and downs, yeah. right? Not knowing. And she's beautiful and smart. You've met her. I mean, she's... Yeah. Just one of the most amazing human beings I know in my life. She's like little you. Oh, without a filter. Without, they say you get what you are, right? You get that payback and oh boy, I got it. So anyway, so this doctor calls us back and he says, you know, we can't promise anything, but, you know, Dr. Kutcher is one of the best doctors I know and it's was his assistant, Steve. And um, I was like, okay, I'm going to go up there. And I go, no, insurance doesn't cover it. And so I'm like, oh. You know, out of pocket. Here's a couple another thousand dollars, and I'm like, I'll pay a million dollars for the rest of my life. I will do whatever it takes so that my daughter's not in a wheelchair and, you know, just has to suffer this and can't sleep at night. Yes, because your leg is spasming. And so, you know, here we go again. You know, we're going to take one more chance. A week later, I'm in a wheelchair pushing her up at six a.m. for six a.m. flight um, through McCarran Airport. I get to the (laughs) office, and Dr. Crutcher has his team out there and talking to her, and um, he says, "Don't leave anything out." He's like, even if a doctor said something that you're like, you know, you've left out because they may maybe made you feel like that symptom was, you know, for COVID or stress or mom and dad's divorce or whatever, just tell me everything. I mean, she had a ton of hair loss and she stopped telling doctors that because they would say, well, see, you're stressed. Yeah. You're stressed. Your hair's falling out, right? And they taught, you know, so anyway, so we go up there <clears throat> and uh, he says, okay, you guys go to lunch and um, come back. We're going to talk. Had four different doctors met with us differently and just really took four hours. So we go off, we have lunch and we go shopping. There's some outlet malls up there. And so we go in the store and it says Thompson's Corner. And so that's my last name. So she's like, Thompson's in our corner. Someone, a family member, my mom, my mom, I was always in our corner, right? Because, oh my yeah. God, 25 doctors and you don't give up. I was questioning myself, maybe that's I am nice. crazy. Maybe I am crazy. And so that was a sign. And then we had lunch and um, they gave us our number because we're always looking. At this point, we're just looking for anything that makes us like not stressed or nervous that we're not going to figure out what this is. And so they bring the numbers number 16, which was my number growing up. That's her number as a player, right? So here's number 16. We've got Thompson. Someone's in our corner, right? And so we go back and we're just like, gosh, we just hope. We just hope and pray that we just are going to get something. Not just like, hey, we don't know. And so the doctor comes in. He sits us down and he hands her a piece of paper. And he says, we're 99.9% sure this is what you have. And it was um, CRPS, Complex Regional Pain Syndrome. They've treated like another volleyball player earlier this year. It basically happens with an injury. And then your body attacks that limb like it's an autoimmune disorder. Yeah. Um, it either shows up as like burning, like ants, fire ants under your skin, or it shows up in a movement disorder like a spasm. In her case, it was spasm. 
So she starts crying. I start crying because now we have an answer. The doctors start crying because they know what we've been through. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, now what? What do we have to do? Like I said, some experimental operations. We have to get a device installed in her spine or something. And uh, they come back and say, no, no, we just have to start on high doses of gabapentin. And that's it. What? And they're like, yeah. Yes. They're like, when do you want to start? And they're like, I'm like, can, can you call it over to the pharmacy? I will run over there right now. And so, I'm like, you got any on you right now? Yeah. Oh, like, <laughs> can I buy some outside? Yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly. And so we did it. We cried. We celebrated. And like, she immediately started the high doses of gabapentin, and she could tell a difference within 48 hours. So we came home out of the wheelchair. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was pretty substantial. Off of crutches, like she literally went up there. Was one person in a destiny of like what's going to happen to like, this is going to be fine. And this is part of your story. We all know something that stuff happens yeah. to us. Right. And so now I told her to write a book throughout this whole thing. Like, just, just keep track of what you're going through. It's going to, it's going to refine you. This is, this is going to make, this is your story. Yeah. And we all have a story, right? Yeah. You know, we have something that's, you know, the reason why we're here. And so I can say that to her, but when she's going through that, you can't drive because you're 16, your legs not moving. So finally she said, Hey, I'm going to drive with my left foot. I'm just going to learn how to, like, do the gas pedal with my left foot. I'm like, you can't do that. She's like, no, I already Googled it. It's fine. I can do it. Taught herself how to drive with her left foot while she was still, you know, recovering. And Wow. Yeah. Pretty resilient. Nice. Yeah. Pretty resilient. Yeah. Hell that yeah. speaks volumes about the parenting skills <sighs> that yeah. are going on in the Thompson home. And meanwhile, still growing a massive million-dollar business yes, and making history and helping others. Boy. Yeah. I don't yeah. know any other speed than... This is the longest I think I've sat on a couch this year. <laughs> I know. I'm not kidding. I believe it. I'm not kidding. No, you. I know. I believe it. Listen, yeah. let me tell you something. A hilarious little story, <laughs> a little tidbit. I have to put this in there. Um, I first met Casey uh, because I was installed. I had my own security company, but the state was like, you have to be certified electrician. And I'm like, I only work wirelessly and they're like do you flip a switch and yes and the answer was yes and they were like okay then you need to be a certified electrician so i was like oh fudge so anybody who worked with me they also had to be and they had to be insured so it was like come up with sixty thousand dollars today and that wasn't happening so i was like oh my god what am i gonna do and linda's like why don't you do what makes you happy for once and go into the cannabis industry because you know a lot about cannabis, which That's come great. to find out it was not true. And uh. so I got into the industry and then I was like, I want to just feed myself all of the knowledge. You know what I mean? So um, in the end, the, the end result was I ended up doing, she ended up calling me. I ended up installing like some cameras in their home. And um, the dynamic of the two of them in their kitchen, I came home. And I'll tell you what it was. I'm about to blow your mind with this shit, too. Oh, no. I don't know if I want to hear. No, you all were talking about coffee. And stirring the coffee, how many seconds? you got to make sure it's at least 30 seconds. (laughs) Was I saying that? Because, (laughs) and it was French press. So I knew because I drink French press, but I thought it was completely adorable. Oh, my God. That's so cool. And then a couple months later, I see you at Planet. And I was like, holy shit, why do I know this lady? Mm-hmm. And then she finally was like, I know you because blah. And it's been like three years now. Maybe yeah. so three plus years. I mean, you can't forget Rocky. Four either. years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you make a good first impression. Aw, you're yeah. the best. Yeah. You're a light, right? You're yeah, a light. You yeah. have energy and you can uh, read off that. But that's such a sweet story. Don and I are such a... Oh, it's so funny. Because you know, when you know someone since you're 12, yeah. like you know... 
everything that was made fun of them growing up, yes. you know, with their friends. We talk about friends, right? We talk, oh, Gina Condiotti and that person. Like, what do you think that person's doing today? There's such some sweetness to that, right? And uh, it's so fun to make a baby with someone that you know from, like, when you were 12, you're like, okay, I guess we're adults now. We are forever, I think I'm 12 years old. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, you're still that 12 year old that I know from sixth grade who used to run into desks, you know, and be yeah. silly or, yeah, it's pretty fun. It makes, it's it keeps dope. us young. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's a great stepdad too. Yeah, he's yeah. does, uh, it's hard to step into that role. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. Yes. Today. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of, you know, a lot you know of props to anybody yeah. that's stepping in and has to, you know, walk on, you know, ice and yeah. yeah, especially today when kids can just like, they're so, kids are terrible today. It, they, yeah. they could be. They could they be. There's could some good be. ones. Some I try to keep ones. mine in the lane. You yeah. Know? It sounds like you're doing a good job though. <sighs> Yes. It's hard. it's hard. Yes, you are. It's hard, but the hard work pays off. It does. Yes, it does. Yeah, do you have kids? I do. I have two girls. Oh, you do? How yes. old? Um, one of my oldest is about to be 10 in a couple of months. Okay. And my youngest is eight. Oh, that's beautiful yeah. ages. And girls are so... Do you, what years are girls, too? Two girls and a boy. Which What is the difference? The two girls, the youngest and the oldest are girls, and then the middle is the boy. Oh, that's perfect. Tw- yeah. That's perfect. Um, I do want to say, and I don't want to mess this up, 30, I do believe... Uh, is Anna. That's why we edit. That's why we edit. Yeah. And then, um, um, my son is 25. Okay. And my daughter's 22. She's going to be 23 Great in ages. October. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. So it's I fun. love being a parent. It, I, so yeah. I'm an empty master. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't change it for the world. It's the best gift. It makes you so much better. Like I, I thought I wasn't lazy with my oldest too, because you're so busy. And then you have a baby and you're like, oh, fuck. Now I'm really not yeah. lazy because you're, it's constant. Yeah. You're on, it makes you a better person, yeah, right? Does. It makes you fun. You, it makes you if silly. You, if you care. If you like, love, yeah, if there's love. Like, like it was, yeah. yeah. If you're not in love, it makes it worse, right? Because then you're blaming everybody why the kids, you know, screaming. <laughs> but when you love, like that's our, our baby, Sloan. His name is Sloan. Yeah. Such a cutie. Like he knows nothing but love. Nothing Absolutely. but love. Speaking yeah. of love, we fucking love you. Oh. We appreciate you coming on with us. <laughs> this is so fun. Like, yeah, yeah. you fucking yeah. killed this. Yeah, we might have to do a part two. Yeah. Yeah. There's you, a lot. You are so good at this. My oh, God. If I you was... all don't start a podcast. Listen, yeah. you guys, just so you know, look out for this podcast that's going to be started yeah. by the Thompsons. We were thinking Can we about- be your first guest? We wanted to call it Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll because obviously we're having babies and obviously we're, you know, I don't want to call this drugs and he's a rock and roll star. Yeah. Right? He's a so many great things. He's got a new gig. He's doing some writing for hopefully like Ed Sheeran and the team that works with Beyonce. So nice. he's, yeah, he likes to just stay in his pajamas and make some music at home. So, I love that about yeah, him. Yeah. He's so fun. Give him a big, big, big we'll hug We'll have to get together. Please. We'll that would be together. Definitely. And I want to do a family thing for kids and cannabis because yeah. no one does that. And yeah. so there's so much stigma. There's so many people going back to... Um, the schools and saying, hey, this is still bad. So I would love to, you know, have something for kids like a Cowabunga Bay Day and it's all the cannabis families and we rent it or something. Maybe not That'll this year, but next year. But we, we should, you know, make them all feel like, you know, we're here for them. Yeah. Before we get you out of here, you got to know what you've been smoking on lately. Uh, the OG Kush. OG Kush. OG Kush is my favorite. I like to smoke to do things. Yeah. You know, I like to work out when I can, when I have time, or you know, straighten what hasn't been straightened in the house all week. So I hit the OG Kush, and it's got that limonene. It's got a little bit of humulene, so you're not getting any mm, like little hungry. hunger pangs, yeah. and so you can really focus on getting the job done. But that's just, yeah, I think I'm a real true OG girl. Nice. So, What's yeah. Been smoking on Rocky? Awesome. Um, I actually been smoking on. I'm gonna. This is. Truly, 
some of the best concentrate. Mm, so for you. a second week in a row, we're going to go with that because I don't normally smoke concentrates. But mm-hmm. if you notice, I have a few items that are going on right now in the room because I've been smoking a lot of concentrates <laughs> lately. Yeah. Um, so thank you, man. Appreciate yeah. that. It's delicious stuff, man. The, if you guys, again, if you are in the uh, Vegas area, pick that up. Jarrell, what you been smoking on? Uh, just Skinny Mini from Medicine. Oh, yeah, dude. I, good. I called that shit out. You did. Dude, well, that one in the Rosé Killer, yeah. I said, why you <laughs> up that sucker? Yeah, good job. Yeah. You guys have to come see the grow. I, I want to do that. that up, yeah. When yeah. do you guys want to come? Next week? I'm with it. Yeah, for sure. I can make yeah, I can make room to come see. <laughs> you know how we yeah. come bring your cameras. Come film. You can come to the production too if you want to see what we're making over there. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Don't threaten us with a good yeah. time. It's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> so now listen, if anybody wants to learn about all these products or if anybody's a dispensary owner in Vegas and they're like, Oh my god, how do I get those smileys? How do they get in contact with you folks? Uh, well, they can always call me, Casey Thompson, uh, 702-468-2679. Just text me. I will meet you. We'll talk. We'll walk. Um, you can find me on Instagram, 420yoga, F-O-U-R, 20yoga. I love to do cannabis and uh, some stretching. Um, they can find us at Las Vegas Relief, so you can find one of us there. Um, you can go on any of our Instagram handles, Hi Now, Vada Cannabis, Baskin Essentials, um, there's plenty of ways to find, or they can just reach out to you and say, "Hey, Rocky, can you just connect me in case you?" I'm going to do that. Just and do that. listen. I'll be that. That's bitch. the best connection. Yeah, let's do that way for sure. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay, folks. You know that we're always at www.highbudtenders.com forward slash podcast to listen to the podcast forward slash shop to buy our wonderful merchandise. We appreciate you, folks, for listening. And as always, stay high, but tender. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that was hella dope. make it, I'm saying. I said I love my city. But I don't think you hear me, though. I said I love my city.